Hello you lovely lot, welcome back to another episode of the We Are TGF Gaming Podcast. Gamester here and I am your host. If you like what you hear, by all means hit the follow button so you never miss out when I upload next. But without further ado, I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello again you lovely lot and welcome back to another episode of the We Are TGF Gaming Podcast and today it's going to be very very special. I am your host for today and my name is Gamester aka Rob and this episode is going to be all about Beat Saber. We have got a guest which I will introduce in just a moment. But I wanted to also let you lovely people know I asked some interview questions to one of the developers at Beat Saber's studio. So they have managed to answer the questions and we have got the answers that we are going to be reading out on today's podcast. Now, of course, the person I am speaking about is a lovely lady called Beatty. She is one of the people who does all the social media for the Beat Saber developers. And because of that, certain questions that I did put to her, she wasn't allowed to answer. Plus, she is also very, very busy. So, it looks like we might actually be seeing some new content sooner rather than later. But that's just me with my presumptions, shall we say. That's not been confirmed to me, neither for this podcast or outside of this podcast. Now, of course, I am not here alone because that would be a boring podcast. I have got a very special guest with me as well in the form of another parent streamer, SlayerFest. Hello, Slayer. Hello. Welcome back to another podcast. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Well, it was an absolute amazing podcast on the last episode the saber squad for anyone listening to this who wants to go and check it out it was last season and yeah it was me you pixie and Wrightbird, and it was thoroughly enjoyable just being able to talk about beat saber because we've been playing it for a long time haven't we oh yeah now it's only been out since 2018 in may i believe or april But I have been playing it since 2019 and yeah, it's my number one VR game. I've not stopped playing it since. Only about one week will go by before I try and play on it again and that's at the maximum. So yeah, I'm pretty good at it. I have been fortunate enough to have the Beat Saber developers follow me on Twitter, on YouTube and on Twitch. So... Obviously, I feel like I am very, very lucky. Put that together with the fact that me and Tony are friends with some of the best Beat Saber players around the world. I consider myself to be very privileged to be in this position. How do you think about that, Tony? When it comes to knowing the Beat Saber developers, having that direct line to them, and also having friendships with some of the best players how does that make you feel it it makes me feel good i actually i i absolutely love that they interact with their players and it's it's very uplifting because 
they are not biased, whether you're, whatever your level is of playing, they, they love you back and it's amazing. And I love it. I've got to agree with that because there are other nameless developers out there who will sort of champion the best players on their game because they see it as good advertisement. So they'll sponsor their videos, they'll sponsor their streams and stuff like that because it's obviously putting their game out there. And I agree from a business standpoint that makes a lot of sense, but it also alienates a lot of the player base. Whereas Beatty and the Beat Saber development team, they don't do that. They will champion anyone who plays their game. They are the ones that will constantly say, well done on beating this song on hard. Now move up to expert. We know you can do it. We believe in you. And it's that kind of rapport that they've got with their gamers, which I find really inspiring. Yeah, it's it's way inspiring because there's so many times where I'm just down on myself when I'm when I'm playing, and then I I I'll you know go online and see them posting to other people who are not as up to. Uh, speed with me and I'm just like you know what I it's fine it's fine I shouldn't be down on myself because you know it's a game it's it, we're playing it for fun and I'm not it's I don't have to take this literally I'm gonna be accepted no matter what but you're a beast when it comes to Beat Saber <laughs> I frequently see you in the top 100 yeah <laughs> maybe top... on psvr o o oculus is another story but psvr yes yeah well i'm sorry but that is quite an achievement and i don't care if it's on psvr or oculus or anything else you have got to be proud of that being able to get oh. onto the leaderboard and get onto the top 100 i am I i'm still proud of my uh uh, Fitbit score on 90 degree. I, I still show people that. I'm like, look, I'm number seven now, but I was four for a while. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I am in, well, I'm in the top 1,000 for quite a few of them, but most of them I tend to be around the 3,000 mark. I'm happy with that. I think that's really something to be proud of out of the millions i think it's over 40 million now that have played the game yeah. Yeah. and i'm in the top 3000 getting so far we have had a lot of different soundtracks that have come out to the game including but not limited to the originals that's the original soundtrack volume one two three four and five you get the extra tracks that even to this day will regularly get the developers adding to it. For example, their fourth anniversary gift was two new songs, the $100 Bills remix by Camellia and the Escape remix as well. They have just been added on June 14th, I believe, last month. So yeah, that's going to be constantly added to. There's the Camellia pack as well which are universally known as the hardest songs in the game but then they started adding extra packs that you could purchase with your own money first came the monster cat pack then imagine dragons then panic at the disco monster cat rocket league 
Green Day, Timberland, Linkin Park, BTS, and then more recently, Interscope Mixtape, Skrillex, Billie Eilish, Lady Gaga, Fallout Boy, The Electronic Mixtape. Now for me personally, it's a three-way tie for me when it comes to my favourite packs. The first one would have to be Skrillex, then Fallout Boy and the electronic mixtape that they've just added. Them are my personal favourites. What about you, Taylor? Uh, what about you, sorry, Tony? <laughs> what's, your, what's your favourite packs? My favourite packs, it is very hard to pinpoint it because I, in general, love music. So each each pack has its own thing to me. And it's like, since they're all different mapping and they all kind of go with each each uh, genre of music, it's hard to pinpoint one for me because I love it all. <laughs> <laughs> because it's all so very different and I can have each different one all together. But if I could pinpoint it down to just listening wise i absolutely love lincoln park i mean i will always love lincoln park i wish they had more lincoln park on there but um i understand that we i understand that we can take what we can get with lincoln park um though it's also kind of uh, like mapping wise i absolutely love um the way that freak mapped some of the billy eilish songs um nda i absolutely love that song and I probably wouldn't have listened to some of Billie Eilish's songs if it wasn't for that pack. And I, I, it's kind of, it's a toss-up. It's, it's really hard to decide. For me, do you know what? I, I do get it. But BTS and Billie Eilish are just not my type of music. So I don't tend to play them that often. But I love the fact that Beat Saber have put in so many different types of music rather than just all stuff that i love it's a mixed bag to appeal to everybody so with that said i've just got a question for you do you play music while you're tidying up in the house oh yes i do yes. too it, 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 it's beat saber music i'm not gonna lie <laughs> i do too there's something very therapeutic about dancing away and losing yourself in that sort of pattern that routine you might say so when it comes to me gaming i can completely just lose myself in this world helped a lot by the vr itself and being able to have that 360 degree view and movement would you say that's probably why you like the game so much because of the music because of being able to escape into that different world um, yeah, I, I absolutely, like, I need to stop saying absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, I agree. It, it's very relaxing to me and I feel so much better when I can just put on that headset and get in the zone with music because music has always been my out, even when I was going through things in my, my childhood or when I was a teenager, all of that stuff. Music was my out. And now that I can incorporate that with exercise and um, staying staying more healthy mentally and physically, um, I'm on it. I can I can escape. I can get in the zone, and I'm I'm gone. Exactly right. I think exactly the same as you. I when it comes to gaming, I absolutely adore gaming. 
but let's get one thing straight even when i didn't have a game console i didn't have a pc i had no way to game the one constant throughout my life was music i've always loved music so i think you could always say that music's my first love but it'll never be my last and for that reason i absolutely love rhythm games i've just got back into playing clone hero which is the guitar hero basically i have the guitar that i can hook up to my pc and i can play all the guitar hero songs from any guitar hero game that i want and some extra ones as well that people have personally mapped out now when it comes to psvr and oculus i think the one thing that oculus has got over the psvr is the fact you can mod it it's not even the resolution or anything like that it's the fact you can mod it and play as many songs as you want and normally i would see developers getting really really passionate about saying no you can't mod our game beat saber have not done that they've done the quite the opposite and said no you're welcome to do it you're welcome to make your own maps for the di different songs that you've got you're welcome to actually play the game to the the full potential that it's got and you never know if you're good enough at mapping we might actually give you a job one day i think that is an amazing thing but without further ado Beatty has answered some questions now i put some questions to Beatty earlier on in the week and some of the questions were from you yourself as well slayer yes and she's answered quite a few of them. Now, of course, she has been very busy and there were certain other questions that I put to her that I understand she wasn't allowed to, or should I say, they thought it best not to answer them. Whatever the reason may be, she still answered a lot of the questions and it fascinated me because now we get to know Beatty. And we get to look under the veil, as it were, to the absolute amazing lady that she is and why she is so good at the job that she does. Now, in between each of the questions that I give to you, Taylor, uh, to you, Tony, I've done it again. It's because I was talking to him and he, he's just been <laughs> on my mind. I can keep looking down at his name on my Discord right now. Actually, while I do mention him, I have got to give a shout out to him in a second. Beatty, I'm going to answer each one of her questions and give, well, I'm going to read out the question I asked her and then the answer that she gave and then I will come to you and then we will go backwards and forwards. So it's like she's really here even though she's not. But as for Taylor, he has just had one of his clips playing the new song that they added for the anniversary present and it has blown up because it was posted on to beat saber's socials it was posted onto beat saber's youtube channel and he is going mental everyone is now starting to see him for the amazing person that we always knew that he would be so yes i just wanted to give a quick shout out to taylor and say congratulations mate we knew you'd get there and now you are starting to get the notoriety that you wanted. I am seeing big and better things for you in your future, pal. Have you? Do you want to say anything to him before we continue? Uh, congrats on that. I I I think it's awesome. I I've like always wanted something like that. I mean, I I get all the re, I get retweets and whatnot, but he made it to YouTube, Facebook, TikTok, all like everything 
like, oh, dang. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah, it is partly to do with luck, but it couldn't happen to a nicer guy, could it really? Yeah, yeah. He's yeah, he so, it. Yeah, he's so sweet. He's so humble that I'm just, I'm made up for him. I really am. But anyway, let's crack on with the podcast. Now, the very first question that I asked her was as follows. We all know you as Beatty, the wonderful lady that spends her time keeping in touch with the Beat Saber community and constantly engaging with the player base. However, I am very curious to what got you started on the journey into the Beat Saber sphere in the first place. So, with that said, what was your very first experience with gaming? Her answer was as follows. I could have been roughly five years old when my dad bought and brought home the first computer. It was a classic 486 PC with MS-DOS, and I will never forget the CRT's display with an external projective filter. There were games like The Lost Vikings, the original SimCity, or the very first Prince of Persia. That was my very first exposure to games, without which I would have never become a passionate gamer. See, so she started off quite early as well. And I do remember the 486 PC. Yeah, it it was very, very basic and the very, very first Prince of Persia as well. What a game. Mm-hmm. Did you ever play the Lost Vikings, SimCity or the Prince of Persia, Tony? Um, not on PC. I don't want to say on PC. Um, I. Okay, let me rephrase that. I didn't play it. My husband played it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put it that way. <laughs> so, you did get I some watched. exposure, have... just not in the same way. Yes. Well, I think that's fascinating that her love of computer games was born around the same time mine was except she's been projected into the gaming sphere shall we say whereas i just wanted to stay being a gamer and it was only after i thought what hang on you can stream you you can actually stream your games yeah i've got to have a bit of that and that's the avenue that I went down. So, yeah, I love doing what I'm doing. What is your feelings when it comes to streaming? And I don't think I've ever seen you streaming anything that isn't Beat Saber, ever. That is, yeah, that is correct. I've I've only, I mean, I've streamed myself one time chatting, but <laughs> that was when I was opening all my new PC stuff. Um, I... I only have streamed Beat Saber, and you know I've been thinking about it. If I, if oh, I've been, I, you know, I want to maybe do something if when I'm down and out, but um, I don't want to at the same time. I want to keep it true to just Beat Saber because I I like that. That's yeah, be a Beat Saber I, queen I, like you are. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. Well, you you just are. You're the queen of Beat Saber. It's as simple as that. I don't know. Well, I know a few uh, a few girls that play Beat Saber, but I do not know any women other than you and my lovely lady Pixie that play Beat Saber. So, with that said, the queen has to be a woman. She cannot be a girl. She has to be a woman, and she has to be amazing at the game. 
you fit both of them facts. So you are a Beat Saber Queen. Thank you. It's as simple as that. Right, the next question that I asked Beatty was as follows. Now, we all know that you are fantastic at your job, and that job being the social aspect of Beat Saber. When did you decide to go for a job within the gaming industry, and how did you manage to land that job at Beat Studios? Her answer was, maybe you will find it intriguing, but I definitely do not have any relevant education in the subject matter. I was initially trained as a veterinary assistant and in a vertebrate animal specialist, but I never actually worked in that area. When I've been searching for jobs after school, I tried many things, but as a passionate gamer, I tried to find work in the gaming industry. Many companies related to games do not have gamers in their marketing. Thus, I relatively easily found it work at a Czech distributor of games for Ubisoft, Coldmasters, Sega and Nintendo as a PR and community manager. But I've been lured by the development side of the gaming industry and I start, started looking at developer positions. Even though I knew I had very little chance with my degree, at the time I was playing DayZ, which I love. And when a position at Bohemia Interactive opened, with an opportunity to be part of the QA process. Now, QA for anyone listening who doesn't know, that's the quality assurance. It's basically like a game tester. When that opened up, I did not hesitate because I know the game from top to bottom. Getting into the testing team wasn't hard. For several months, I not only tested Daisy but also Armor 3, the related DLCs and a few mobile games to boot. I was also a very active member of the Daisy community and the game producers spotted this and offered me a position of a community manager who was just leaving. It was amazing to sit between developers providing them with opinions from the community and sometimes take part in the ideas. Daisy team was great. I found a lot of friends there and I miss them a lot now. As the time went, as time went, the development started to change, which I wasn't a big fan of. And when a friend sent me a job offer that a small startup beat games at the time with only eight people was looking for a community manager, I told myself that there's nothing to be lost in trying. I was lucky I got the job and now I have been working there for four years. So there you go. That is how she managed to land the job at Beat Saber. And yeah, I think they're lucky to have her. But did you even realise that she had such an awesome background with gaming? Because I just, I didn't. I never knew mm -hmm. she used to work on DayZ and Armour 3. My brother, to this day, won't stop going on about how great he thinks Armour 3 is. Now, yeah, I... Go on. Go ahead. I... I, I... Got it. I don't know what Daisy is, but um, I think that's awesome. That is a that sounds like a fun background. <laughs> yeah, like that's wild. <laughs> Daisy is. I think it's a four-player co-op. It could be three, but I pr I'm pretty sure it's a four-player co-op, 
and it's like a survival game during a zombie apocalypse. Ooh. So you had me at zombies. <laughs> <laughs> so you and three mates uh, spawn into a level, and then you have to defeat waves and waves and waves of zombies that will literally pile over themselves to get to you. Just like the film, Daisy. I actually thought that she was just one of those passionate you know, journalists, that kind of role in the background. But seeing how she went from Ubisoft, Codemasters, Sega and Nintendo as well, that is quite a resume. No wonder Beat Games snapped her up. I would have. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, back when they started, they only had eight people making mm -hmm. the game. That is amazing to see how much Beat Saber has grown. And here's my message to the developers of Beat Saber, because I know you'll probably listen to this. You've done a fantastic job. And... As much as you like to say, yeah, we're on to something, it's like any kind of media. You never really know unless you put it out into the public sphere and then it's 50-50 whether people are going to want to play it or want to watch it or whatever it might be. But I think it's a brilliant idea. There's nothing like it. And you've done a fantastic job with this concept with adding games and getting such a diverse mix of music. So I just want to commend you all on the amazing job that you've done. Because of the hard work that you put into that game, there is no way that I'm going to stop playing it. Well, not unless you release a Beat Saber 2. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll just get the, get the next one. That is one I would not have any issues pre-ordering at all. <laughs> Is there anything you would actually like to say to the Beat Saber devs? Um, yeah. Uh, um, blah. I say, um. <laughs> <laughs> um, there I go, um, again. Uh, they, you guys are doing good. You guys are doing amazing. And I just want to thank you for all of the content you've pushed out because I, it's, it's hard work. That is a lot of hard work. The uh, the mappers. Oh my gosh! I don't know how how you do it. I mean, when I tried to do just a small map, no, no, that was very rough and very stressful. And I can only imagine the the pressure that they have to get it pushed out in a timely manner. And I mean, I praise you. You guys are doing amazing, and you're putting out great content so thank you i agree and it's like uh what they were saying during the last stream you know the live stream that they did about the mapping they were actually saying they you can speed up slow down songs and stuff like that and depending on that you can put markers on the timeline so you can match it perfectly and i think it was Rockefeller Skank by Fatboy Slim. And he mentioned it was something like 600 stamps that he had to use when they were building the mapping for that. I'm like, oh what? Seriously? <laughs> and I know which part of the song it is, 
It's the part where it's where it slows right down and then builds mm-hmm. right back up again. And I know that's it, but yeah, that must have took ages. And I've got to take my hat off to them. I don't know if I would have the perseverance for that. When you give me some kind of art to do and I can just lose myself in that and come out a week later with something to show for it, that I don't mind because I love doing it. But the mapping and making sure it's all in time with the music, that would just be one of those where if I actually had hair to pull out, I'd be pulling out my hair. <laughs> well, you know, you know, and I think maybe you said you could push out your art within a week. Maybe that is their art and maybe maybe it's easier for them with it being their art. And they, I, I really hope they love doing what they do because because they do a really good job. Well, they must do. They can't put out such amazing content like they have been doing. And mm-hmm. I know there's going to be a, a few people who listen to this go, well, you're bound to say that because you like to get... No, I can look at art that I don't personally like and I can stay objective about it. But mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. Maybe that is their art and they've got to love their job and love what they're producing because otherwise it would show i mean Mm -hmm. we've all been to that point where we get to a certain point in a project regardless to what it is and then you get so frustrated that you just got right do that bit done it's done Mm -hmm. leave it at that that'll do that's usually for a man that's usually the free words or the phrase that will be spoken within their head that'll do because you're just fed up with getting to that point and you could spend weeks hours whatever on one bit of a project and get to the end and it's so tedious and it's so frustrating to do that you just go right that'll do and you'll just it won't look or play or whatever it just won't be right Whereas from the very second that every single map starts to the very end, it is flawless. That is not something that would be able to be done if they didn't have such a passion and a love for what they're doing. Right, right. Now, my next question was as follows. I know that you're not, not on, I know that you not only love your job, but you also love the game that your company makes which is very special. What is it about Beat Saber that made you fall in love with the game? Her answer was a very short and sweet one, and I love it. The dance. Whenever I play the Beat Saber, I sing and I dance, and it makes me so happy. I think, Beatty, what you've just done there is you basically summed up in one sentence what makes Beat Saber so great because I can't help but dance either and when I'm streaming I tend not to sing when I'm not streaming I will sing the house down (laughs) (laughs) oh same same yeah because I know I'm not a bad singer but I'm not great either so I try I try not to sing when I'm streaming but yeah when there's no one here and I'm not streaming, 
I will be singing at the top of my lungs. And I've had a, a fair few postmen come to the door and have to bang on the window <laughs> when I've got my back to them. Literally banging on the window because I can't hear them. And I've been mid-song singing away and then I've took the headset off, looked round just to see them with a massive smile on the face holding up a package. Right. Package for you, mate. <laughs> You're just over there waving your arms around singing. Yeah. I mean, come on. It must look a pre- it must look like a right picture to see. Yeah. To, well, that's yeah. what I get for not closing the curtains, I suppose. <laughs> so what is it about the game that makes you love it the most? I would say just the being able to escape just that's what i love the most is i can go be myself like a lot of the time i can't always have music playing i can't i want to have music playing all the time but i can't because let's, my my daughter will get irritated my 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 son who has some learning disabilities he'll get he'll get irritated he'll be like turn it up you know just yell at me so i like that i can escape i can plug in my headphones and i can hear it just myself and i don't have to deal with anything i mean yes if a child comes screaming to me while i'm playing yes i will deal with that but yeah i <laughs> family first I like that it? i can oh yeah i i like that i can just i feel free from stress i feel free from everything i feel like i'm myself when i just put it on and listen and play yeah i get exactly what you mean and let's be honest when it comes to parenting sometimes daddy isn't enough and sometimes mummy isn't enough they want who they want so mm-hmm. i've had many a time where pixie has said to me look don't you worry about it sarah i will deal with sarah and i've gone right and then within half an hour sarah's at my side going daddy Uh, (laughs) yes but it is what it is when it comes to parenting your job isn't nine to five it's constant so family has to Mm -hmm. come first but beat saber yeah that, that that that's right up there on my list of priorities not as high as my kids. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know. Last night or yesterday, right before I ended my stream, um, I had to stop for a minute because um, Orion was crying, and um, apparently my my oldest had given him a little bit of a fat lip, and I was I didn't know that that had happened, and I felt really bad, and we we took care of it, but. I mean, he's okay now. I'm like, maybe I shouldn't put my VR. I'm like, no, you deserve time away. You deserve you time. Yeah, <laughs> precisely. That all the time. You deserve you time. Because like this last couple of weeks, I I have just been down and out and I haven't really been playing. But I, I love when they put out new updates because I get pumped and I'm ready to go and I'm excited. Yeah, that, that reminds me. I just wanted to say to the devs, I don't know how they do it. it. It's been bugging me for a while now. And I don't mean bugging me in a bad way. It's a, like a nice bug. Like a ladybird. <laughs> it's, a, it's a nice bug. But it's been bugging me because with other 
DLCs and packs and whatever you can buy from other games, I was thinking, ooh, that looks good. Oh, I, 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 I won't mind trying that. But when it comes to Beat Saber, and they say, we're releasing a new mystery pack on such and such a day, I go, oh, yes, yes. And I get really excited. And I don't know what they do to make me like that. <laughs> Why do I get excited about the Beat Saber packs and not any other on any other game? They just want to hype everybody up, I'm sure. They have to. I mean, I get hyped every time. I remember when I was, when I work at, um, I, I'm kind of a lunch lady. So um, when I'm working on the Tuesdays, they would always like, that's when they would announce that there's a pack coming or something like that. It's always when I was working and I can't, I have to have my excitement to myself. Well, in front of all these students and I'm just like I'm just gonna be excited over here and then I get home and I'm like I can't wait <laughs> do you ever have one of those moments where you're at work and then as soon as your clocking out time happens and they go um excuse me Tony would you mind working late today and you go no beat saber <laughs> I'm going home <laughs> there might have been a couple times where uh, the new pack come out and I'm like 10 minutes to go everything's cleaned I think they don't need any more help goodbye yeah I just walked out the door like, oh I know that feeling I've gone and picked my daughter up quite a few times now and then she'll see me come straight home and I'll go Pitch can you keep an eye on her yes go on put your BR on thank you straight away <laughs> my my picture on on Twitter and Discord and everything is actually my lunch lady picture, <laughs> because I get the microphone and I get to tell everybody jokes. So I have a mic in there, and then I have Beat Saber blocks on my fa face for makeup. Yeah, that's my actual lunch lady picture that they put in the yearbook. <laughs> yeah, but every single kid across the United States that sees that picture will look at her and go, I don't give a toss if she's a dinner lady. She's awesome. She likes Beat Saber. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> now, obviously, we answered this question earlier on about our favorite packs, but it was also a question that I put to Beatty. I asked, if you had to choose a favorite pack and a favorite song, what would you choose and why? Now, I thought this was going to be a very interesting question simply because we are the gamers we are the player base we are not actually working for the company that produces it and i was quite surprised that she chose the ones that she chose but then when i thought about it it kind of fits her answer was my favorite pack is rocket league monster cat I love every song from that pack and Test Me is just perfect. From the mapping side, I like Light It Up on hard difficulty in practice mode and I am now on 175% speed, but I would like to do it at at least 195% speed. I cannot finish the song on normal speed on Expert, but I can do some Camellius levels on Expert just not this one sweaty emoji 
Oh my gosh, 175 speed? Yeah, that is mental. Because it's, let's be honest, it's Camellia. They are not easy songs. No ma now, my analogy has always been the same for anyone who hasn't played the game or anyone who hasn't tackled any of the Camellia songs yet. When you go on to Camellia, if you are usually a hard level player, do not play that Camellia song on hard. Play it on medium. If you normally play every other song on Expert Plus, play the Camellia on Expert. Because every single song on Camellia, Expert is like playing on Expert Plus. Hard is like mm -hmm. playing on Expert. Medium is like playing on Hard. And that's where the challenge is. When you go to Expert Plus on a Camellia song, that's God level. If you can get through one of the Camellia songs on Expert Plus, I tip my hat to you. In fact, scratch that. I will take my hat off to you because that is just God level tier. Would you agree with that? Oh, oh I agree 100%. Uh, that uh, the new one that they put out for the $100 Bills remix. That is mental. Um, uh, yeah, on Expert, I... I was able to beat it, which I was I was shocked because I got done, and I'm like, that should be an expert plus map. Holy crap! Yeah, I was just blown away. I was like, I don't even know how I beat that, but I'm gonna praise myself now. I've tried it about <laughs> 15 times. I think I've got through it twice, and yeah, it just it's so mental. Just when you think you've got it down, the next session section arrives and all of a sudden you're thinking i ain't got it down i ain't got it down <laughs> it's just it's it's mental and when you get through each section it's like whoo ah right i've done it no time to breathe carry on and i i i, I like that you can't like when you play a chameleon map you 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 go in knowing i don't know if i'm gonna beat this today but we're gonna try even though i beat it before it might not happen yeah well I'm amazed. My uh, recent video that I put out called I Finally Beat It was me finally completing every song in the game on Expert. And the last song was Ghost by Camellia. Nice. Nice. And that is oh, the one so that has been my Achilles heel for, well, since I started playing in the game. But now that I've completed it, I've managed to get all of the songs on Expert done at least once. And Camellia, Ghost, I have done now four times. I've completed it four times on Expert. I am really proud of that. And when I put out a video, it got to like 40 views. Now, for anyone who doesn't know, my, my videos tend to hit double figures, but... That's it. They don't tend to get to triple figures. Not only did that video get to triple figures, it's now sat on, I think it's 878 views. I'm like, yeah, I know why that video got so many hits. It's because everyone's looking at that song and thinking, how did he do it? Because it's so difficult to do. And I am probably the most proud of completing that song over any other because it's just such a a difficult song 
Before that, it was Warriors on the Imagine Dragons pack. That was, oh my god. Warriors, right at the end, the last section is the hardest section, bar none, mm-hmm. of them of the songs on that pack. And I am, I was really proud, but nothing compares to the rush that I got when I finally completed Ghost for the first time. It was such a rush of adrenaline, and yes, I've got it. Yeah. Is there, has there yeah. any ever been any songs like that for you that when you finally got through it and you finally hit the one hundred percent that you just basically lost your shit? <laughs> Uh, yes. <laughs> Go on, which um, one? Actually, uh, Light It Up. Light It Light Up? Light It Up on Expert, Expert Plus, yeah. I When I finally beat that, I, I, I lost my shit. Um, that one in Cycle Hit. I mean, any Camellia on Expert Plus, I can beat it. I am going to lose my shit. Because I can, I can beat the other Expert Plus ones, but when it comes to those maps being the hardest ones to beat... I'm pretty proud of myself when I can do it. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think Crystallized is the one that I've got the closest to on Expert Plus when it comes to the Camellia songs. I can get about a minute before the end, you know, that really, really fast section. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Every time I play it, I get further and further in that section, but I've not managed to complete the song yet. But it's now. Like Ghost was, it's now that song that I try every single session that I have on Beat Saber. I will try that song at least once on Expert Plus to see if today is the day that Gangster will actually complete a Camellia song on Expert Plus. And you know for a fact that as soon as I do it, I'm recording that. I am recording (laughs) that and I'm uploading that. I want a record that I managed to complete that song. Now... Here's one of your questions that you put to Beatty. What is your favourite environment in Beat Saber and what colour combinations do you normally rock while you are playing? Her answer was, I love them all. They are so creative and the new lighting is just so perfect. My favourite is probably the Lincoln Park environment because of the tunnel. But I am usually using the default ones. The default pack, the OST environments with red and blue colours always works wet, always works the best for my brain. And I get that. I've now gone to uh, letting it change automatically. I used to have just blue and purple, but I like having the colours change. It keeps me on my toes. Mm-hmm. If it was for me personally... It's got to be the new pack, the new electronic mixtape pack. I absolutely adore that environment. Even the EQ on the floor, you know, in front of you on the runway. I think that is just a stroke of genius. And when you're playing things like The Rude Sandstorm, that is such a good song when it comes to the environment. What would your favourites be? Uh, My favourite would actually... Oh, no, I don't like picking favorites, but... (laughs) (laughs) Never would have guessed. (laughs) I I do like the Lincoln Park one. I like the tunnel as well. But I also really like the calmness of the Billie Eilish environment. That is just the waterfall. It's 
calming. I like it a lot. Yeah. I've seen quite a few environments when it comes to the modded songs as well, you know, pe ones that people have made themselves. Mm -hmm. And some of them are, what's the word, picturesque. Mm -hmm. They are really just beautiful, and other ones are just mental. Mm -hmm. Like I played on the Oculus for the first time a couple of months ago on Beat Saber when I was at my son's. I was at my son's flat, he's got an Oculus. And he got me to try up and down. <laughs> that song is just mental. The environment's <laughs> mental. The blocks are mental. Everything about that song is just completely haywire. I got I got through it, but yeah, it's that was quite an experience, shall we say. And for anyone who's yeah. got an Oculus and Beat Saber and you've not tried it, just search for the song up and down and give it a try you'll be glad you did because it's not like any other song that you've played thus far now the next question that i asked her was i knowing how much that your community love your game and seeing the amount of love pouring in with each new pack that you release what are some of the things that personally make your job worth doing now this was a question i asked because Obviously, she's really good at her job. And when it comes to working with the developers and being that go-between when it's player base and dev team, it's a very fine line to walk. You can either be on the side of the, the devs or you can be on the side of the player base, but it's very difficult to stay impartial and right down the middle. That's a job that I think Beatty does really well. And that was my reason for asking her this question, because she obviously loves doing that job. So I wanted, wanted to know what makes her get out of bed in the morning. Her answer didn't disappoint. I am extremely excited and motivated by the happiness that the game brings to players when they write to me about how much they like a new update. Parents who share the joy of playing their games with the kids or when I see a message about how the game made someone's life better. They are the moments that cheer me up. I also love when we talk, make fun in the comments and troll each other. I always <laughs> laugh out loud and I have screenshots of some of the conversations with the community so I can look at them anytime and smile. So I think it is exactly down to what we presumed. It's the love of the game, the love of the such a humble community where in comparison to other communities for other games there's not that many toxic people at all mm -hmm. would you agree with that i do i do i i agree 100 percent. i i haven't i mean there's some toxic people that i have come across on like the internet but they've i've put them behind me and they've basically just disappeared and like this community is more strong in being supportive of each other than it is um you know we don't need the toxic people they can go over there i mean but the thing is is we would still try and support said toxic person to and make them you know not so toxic try to make make them see the way the community is that we're still accepting of everybody exactly <clears throat> yeah well, Taylor got a bit of 
Well, I think out of the hundreds of comments that he's received about his clip, he got one toxic comment. But I mm -hmm. say, but even then, that wasn't <laughs> toxic in the general sense. It was mm -hmm. just someone saying, "Why don't you try doing that in real time now?" Because they oh yeah, they genuinely believed that he slowed the song down, played it, and then speeded it up before uploading it. I'm thinking. Oh, is this one that accused him of cheating? Yeah, it's basically a really okay. passive-aggressive way of accusing someone of cheating. So mm -hmm. instead of me going, Oi, don't you say that to my my friend, which wouldn't have helped anyone, I just literally copy and pasted the definition of muscle memory and said, Here you go. Here's a definition of you which might help before you post comments like this in the future. Yeah, I love that muscle memory. Exactly. Because... Me going, it's like me going on a Camellia song on Expert when I first started the game. I did try it just to see what it'd be like. And I thought, nah, that's impossible. How can anyone do that? And then I met Coma. That's Danny Coma <laughs> for anyone who doesn't know. Oh, Danny. And I saw him playing it and I was like, okay, so I just need some practice then. <laughs> okay i need a lot of practice he is oh, he's a beast yeah he is a absolute god on beat saber and when i saw him and he started giving me advice like turning off the lighting effects until i've got used mm -hmm. to it and yeah going maybe going on to practice slow the song down get used to the patterns once you get used to the patterns incrementally add five percent or ten percent on the speed and then try again and once you get used to that do it again and again and again and soon you'll be able to nail it i used all these like little bits of information little bits of advice and now i'm playing the songs that i once thought were impossible so i know from experience just because it looks like it's impossible doesn't mean it is the difference between me and the guy that commented on Taylor's post is instead of getting into the comments and going, no, well, you must have slowed the song down, I decided to think, well, obviously there's some way around this. What what am I doing wrong? Mm -hmm. I found out and I adapted. And now look at me compared to when I first started. I'm really proud of the progress that i made and i'm getting better all the time still a long way to go but i'm still getting better i mean mm -hmm. i mean top thousand for most of the songs now i never thought that was going to happen but i'm getting there i'm even playing I with the mods now yeah you could beat me no i was saying i had faith in you <laughs> oh i know you had faith you kept on telling me look you'll do it you'll do it you're getting good now you're getting good and I remember vividly streaming quite a lot and then getting right near the end of a song, failing and going, oh. and then just seeing in the chat, you going, no. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's how I feel. <laughs> I love typing that. I'm not going to lie. we got to add the drum, the drum dramatize it you gotta dramatize it yeah exactly because <laughs> that's that's how we feel <laughs> exactly 
Now, the next question that I asked her was for the benefit of anybody who agrees with us and would love to do what she is doing for a living for themselves. So, it was an obvious question for me to say for anyone that wants a job in the gaming industry and for those that would love a job doing exactly what you're doing, what tips and advice would you give them? Her answer was awesome. She said, the best position to start in in the gaming industry without any experience is quality assurance or QA. You'll learn a lot of things there. It's also is essential to educate yourself on your own and improve your skills to be able to attain what you want in the future. Nothing will come without effort. And I say here, here for that bit. And what does the community manager need the most? Well, a lot of patience, good nerves and to be calm under every situation. I went through several game communities, some of which were really toxic, but I am totally not talking about Beat Saber. The community there is golden, and it is essential not to take things personally and look at the problem from the player's view. And right there, I think that is perfect example on why she's doing such a good job. Because yeah. she doesn't just think, hey, Stop slagging off my company. Stop doing... Hey, you should be thankful or anything like that. Instead, she's going, I wonder why they thought that. I wonder yeah. why they're saying this. And that is always the mark of a very good, mature person, in my personal opinion. Because at the end of the day, it's easy to criticise. It's a lot harder to take a pace back look at it from the outside and try and understand and I think that makes the difference between a good person and a bad person if I'm completely honest would you agree yes I agree well next came a question that I just had to ask and that's exactly what I told her of course I have to ask although I know you adore Beat Saber what do you consider to be the single best game ever created? And what other games do you like to play when you're not playing Beat Saber? So yes, my friends, even though she is being interviewed with these questions, I had to ask her the same question I ask all the guests that come onto this podcast. It's like tradition now. I am going to force people to try and pick one game. <laughs> because I'm evil <laughs> she answered my most favourite flat screen game has to be DayZ which is a hardcore survival zombie apocalypse it changed my life I've met there many people who are now really important to me in my life and DayZ will always have a place in my heart my second favourite game is Journey. You are able to finish it in just a few minutes, but it always gives me such a calm in my soul like no other game. My favourite genre overall is survival games, where I can create my own story, and the game does not lead me by my hand. Actually, the other way around. 
It often kicks my butt and makes playing a challenge. Ark Survival Evolved, Miscreated, Conan, Exiles, Rust, etc. I can also spend thousands of hours in role-playing games like 5M Mod 4 GTA 5 where I can create the stories that I currently want and I would m almost forget my favourite single-player series, Elder Scrolls. I'm starting to feel like a bit unhappy when I'm waiting for the sixth part. And what am I playing right now? I'm trying to find out how to play Project Zomboid. It's super hard and I am dying a lot. So she's a survival game expert, shall we say. Our good friend Thiddleach, he is also in that bracket. He loves survival games. Me, not so much. But I am really looking forward to uh, the day before. That just looks like an amazing game where it marries survival and role-playing with more of action-orientated and stealth. And that that's just right up my alley, that bit. So what do you think to her answer? Did you expect it to be a survival game? Like, um, no, nerd, shall we say? I, I, didn't, I didn't know what... I didn't... I had, I had no idea. Yeah, neither did I. But it's that's, another... that's crazy. That's cool. That's cool. That is very, very cool. But it's one of those things. Now you think about it, you think knowing her like we do, that kind of fits perfectly. And yeah, you are a better person than me, Vatey. I just, I don't know what it is about survival games. I think it's to do with the fact that it's very hardcore. Like when you die, you lose all your stuff. That kind of game. It just oh, yes. And then you've got to go and pick up, pick it all up again. And yeah, that's mm -hmm. just that frustrates me more than anything else. But I know how passionate survival game players are. I know because one of my favorite streamers, Mister Thiddleach, does exactly that. He plays survival games a lot. And he is an absolute diamond person. So, I have got a question for you, Tony. Oh. Because I already think I know the answer, but I've never asked it, so I'm going to ask it. Do you ever play anything other than Beat Saber? Yes. <laughs> yes, Ooh. I do. I thought you was going to say no. I'm wrong. Go on, go on. You've got to tell me now. What do you play? All right. Uh, um. So, <laughs> I recently, we'll just say recently, I've been playing uh, Fortnite with my kids. Um. I, I, for some reason, I feel intimidated when I try to go in and play by myself. Like I feel like I have to be playing with my kids. I go in and I like into solos, and I, I, I just I'm afraid to play. For some reason, I don't know why, but I feel like I need someone else in there with me to show me what I'm doing because I have no idea. I mean, I used to play uh, Call of Duty, Black Ops, Modern Warfare um, on Xbox Live with my husband all the time, so I can do shooting games. Um, I played that day in and day out before we had kids with my husband, and um, yeah, just like me and Pix did. 
Yeah. And now with Fortnite, I'm just like, I'm so scared. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you know something? I have noticed I've got you on most of the gaming accounts and it had come up when I've been on Fortnite where Slayer Fest is online and playing Fortnite now. And I instantly went, that will be her, that will be your kids. Yep. So I didn't bother to send you an invite. If I would have known, I would have sent you an invite and that way you wouldn't have to be alone. Because I'm well, not, it, I'm not fantastic at it, but yeah, it's better to play if with you're friends. Ever playing and it shows that I'm on, just message me on like um on playstation or twitter message yeah. me there and be like okay yeah i can play because i um my kids normally playing i have to fight him for it <laughs> my my four-year-old i literally have to fight him for it so i'm hoping to get him his own little switch for christmas and he can have his own little fortnite account and be like leave my stuff alone well, can I just ask, is he a beast on Fortnite? Does he show you up? Um, my 10-year-old son, he does. My my 4-year-old just, he runs, he got, he got a victory royale from walking around. Huh? <laughs> I don't, I, I don't know how, I mean, he, he had to kill the last guy, obviously, somehow. But uh, I don't, somebody out there got killed by a 4-year-old. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, my my ten year old, he is a beast at it. He um, he can jump up and down and kill someone. Like like while he's playing, he'll jump. He can jump up and down. He he's he's a beast. My daughter, she can. The other day, I saw her build something so quick on her switch. I looked at her, and all her fingers were like going crazy. And I looked, I'm like, "You just built that? What the hell?" yeah that's why i play no build mode because it's just i don't have the reflexes to build as quick as these kids anymore yeah i don't know how to even put up a wall uh i know that minnie's tried showing me how to put up a wall but like i've already forgot (laughs) (laughs) my short-term memory is not what it used to be Now, the last few questions for her were obviously not as long because she's got a lot to do. But before we get to the end of the questions, I just wanted to let everyone know, go and give Beatty some love. I'm going to link her socials, her channels for the Beat Saber community just to go and check her out. If you actually want to get in contact with her, feel free to do so. Just tag her in a post and tell her what you thought to this podcast and say that you got to know her a little bit better because we certainly did and we've known her for quite a while now. Now, I put, if you are not working for Beat Saber, what do you think he would be doing for a career? This one actually stumped her because she put, honestly, I have got no idea. I'm not a person that plans an awful lot. I live in the present. I know that feeling completely. But if I'm honest, Beatty, I would see you as like a professional gamer. Mm-hmm. Definitely, because you've got such a passion for gaming. 
I think you would make a brilliant streamer or pro team player regardless to whatever game you chose to be on I th that's what I personally think you'd do what do you think Beatty would be perfectly suited for um that's hard to say because right now she like she's perfectly suited for the social media aspect of Beat Saber so she's definitely got PR down and so I yeah definitely see her within a, a PR like from what I've known of her and met of her is I see a excellent PR person who is freaking amazing at what they do yeah I agree but now time for one another one of your questions Tony would you ever attend a comic-con event if you were asked to do so she answered I've attended a Czech Comic-Con a few times and once Comic-Con in London because I participated in cosplay for quite a few years. I used oh, to visit wow. these events as a gaming journalist at E3, Gamescon, PAX, etc. A lot. Did you know she was into cosplay? I did not. I did not. I, I mean, I've cosplayed one time, but that was it um <laughs> but i did i i did not know that that is actually really cool that is extremely cool but now i would like to see some of these cosplays yeah i was just about to say the same thing <laughs> as my brother would say if there's not photographic evidence it didn't happen <laughs> right <laughs> Beatty. Whether it's like beyond the realms for me to ask, you're in the Saber Squad. Yeah, show us, please. We'd love to see some of the cosplay characters you play. And as for cosplay, I would love to do it, but I don't know who I would dress up as. Mm -hmm. Probably I'd like to dress up as Isaac Clarke from Dead Space. I think that... But making that costume would be, well, it'd take a long time to make a costume mm -hmm. that fits me perfectly as Isaac Clarke. Basically because of all the lights on his suit and stuff like that. And there's a lot of ridges and you could make it out of foam, but yeah, it'd take a long time to do. If you could choose anyone that you'd want to be cosplaying as, who would you go as? Um, off the top of my head, um, I would instantly say Mila Jovovich from Resident Evil 3. I loved her, her outfit there. Um, it, so there was something about it. I just absolutely loved it. Um, and it's, yeah. I, but I like, that's something that I've always wanted to do, but I know that there's so many other cosplays out there that would be so badass as well and I, I oh, the possibilities exactly well when it comes to me I don't think I'd want to go as well I haven't got the figure to be Spider-Man anymore I don't I wouldn't want to go as like Superman or Batman or none, none of the superheroes it would be a gaming character that I'd want to go as 
But I just, other than Isaac, well, you've seen what I look like. I don't know who I would play convincingly. Maybe Caustic, because from Apex, because he's got a like a face mask on. I've got the same kind of hair. Well, he's got more of it than me, but I <laughs> I could wear a wig. <laughs> I've got the same kind of stature and everything. I'd have to round it up a bit just to make me look a bit bulkier because he's quite bulky, his caustic. But yeah, there you go. I'd go with caustic. Now, my final question is another one of yours, I believe. Beat Saber has figuratively and literally changed many people's lives for the better from mental health to keeping in shape, while all the while introducing new music to people that would otherwise not knew that it even existed. Has Beat Saber changed your life too? Now, the reason I added that little bit on the end that would introduce new music to people that would otherwise not know that it existed was Mm -hmm. simply because of the outcry towards Metallica recently. Due to the Stranger Things season premiere of the last episode, and for those of you who don't know, I won't give you a spoiler. I'll just say there's a scene where Master of Puppets, a Metallica song, is played by one of the characters. And a lot of people have now gone flocking to the the band Metallica to see what other songs they've got because they never knew Metallica existed before they saw that program. So that's why I... Yeah, I now added that bit onto the end. She answered, of course it's changed. I've met a lot of great people and I'm doing work that makes sense and excites me. I've learned a lot of new things here. And I think that sums up the podcast and Beat Saber perfectly. (coughs) A lot of people have come to the game not knowing what to expect and they've just got excited by it. And I am one of those people. I saw the game and I wanted to try it. And I never really knew whether it was going to be my kind of game. But I've always enjoyed rhythm games. And then when I played that, it was just amazing. And I've not stopped playing since. So my question to you, Tony, is what made you pick it up in the first place? Um, I saw the video of um, Escape. Oh, I for I've my my brain has gone to mush. I forgot her name already, but she was she was um playing Escape in Live, and um no, I follow her on Twitter. What is her name? It's like right there. Um, I saw her video playing it, and ever since then, I was like, I need this in my life. This is awesome, and um. That was, I think that was actually probably when it came out. And then um, a few months later, I keep, I kept seeing this video and I saved it and I was showing my husband. He's like, yeah, 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 whatever. That's cool. 
I'm like, yeah, well, I want this for Christmas. Like, this is what I want for Christmas. I kept telling him over and over. I'm like, this is what I want for Christmas. And then he tells me, I never told him what I wanted for Christmas. I'm like, bull crap. I wanted, <laughs> I wanted this VR for Christmas. I want to try this. And my main goal ever since I saw that was to be able to do mixed reality and to to be able to feel that beat. And I Which you have now love done. Love it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think there was there was one time where um, this opened my eyes to a lot. I remember reading a tweet from Freak, and he was said something about Lean Crew, and I'm just like Lean Crew, what? Oh, oh, leaning like I started leaning to this to where the map is taking me, and you feel the beat even more. Yeah, I do exactly I the same. Like, Oh my gosh! It, it 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 opened my eyes even more. I know that was kind of that kind of just went a whole nother route. Sorry. <laughs> no, I agree with you. I do you know what I would be with the amount that I eat and the amount that I exercise. I know for a fact I would be a lot bigger. Uh, my gut would be a lot bigger than it is right now if it wasn't for Beat Saber. It has helped me keep in shape all the while I am doing something that I love to do. And it's all because you're constantly shifting your weight, you're constantly moving. Even when it comes to like Fitbeat, that forces you to duck and swerve and often quite fast. Feel the burn. Yeah. I <laughs> challenge anyone to play Fitbeat multiple times while playing Beat Saber, and I guarantee you, you will be burning off calories because it makes you move a lot. On a 90 degree on expert. Get that one. That one has a lot of movement. Oh, my goodness. Yes, and I love it. Now... For anyone who is interested in coming onto this podcast in the future, if you've got any questions that you would like to ask, or if you just want to tell us a story and have us react to it in real time, then you can do exactly that. All you have to do is get in contact with us, and there's two ways you can do it. You can either follow the link in the description and send us an audio clip, and then we will play it on the next episode. Or you can email wertgf at gmail.com. That's wertgf, all one word, at gmail.com. And it's really that simple. Now, before we end the podcast, we have got the shout outs to do, but I wanted to say something first. To Beatty, thank you so much. I know that you are not able to come on and actually have your voice heard so you doing this and answering these questions was amazing and i really do appreciate it i honestly think you are doing a fantastic job if you haven't already gathered by listening to this podcast and i think that the rest of the dev team are absolutely amazing too not once have you released a pack that I have not enjoyed. Even the songs that I don't really like, I have still liked the mapping. I've still loved the environments. 
everything just makes me keep going back to this game time after time after time and i think that is something that can be shared throughout the community a community that is nowhere near as toxic as some of the others and in fact i would go as far as to saying is probably the least toxic toxic community on the planet that i've ever come in contact with now with that said i also wanted to say to you tony thank you for coming on there was going to be another guest but unfortunately they couldn't make it so maybe next time now shout out time is there anyone that you would like to give a shout out to tony preferably a beat saber player beat saber player oh you know what there's i mean let's let's just go down the list <laughs> <laughs> there's there's so many um shout out uh you know the first one that wanted that um wanted to ever collab with me was fire luke and um i'd like to give a shout out to him because I, st I still think about that because i probably wouldn't have gotten more into uh, my streaming if he didn't you know reach out to me about collabing and um yeah fire luke's uh, awesome yeah I, I he's a he's a, he's a good character or character he's a <laughs> he's a good person he's a really good person i don't know why I oh he's quite a character <laughs> I'll, I'll agree with you on that <laughs> um let's see uh danny uh, danny's been my my friend yeah he was friend. already oh, going to oh. be my shout out so yeah danny comer i'd love the guy i haven't spoke to him in a while so i'm gonna to have to reach out and get back in contact with him just to see if he's doing all right i know he's been a very busy guy with working and stuff like that but i love the guy i think he's awesome go on anyone else uh yeah uh right bird uh, everyone from the beat saber front crew the beat saber squad i can't even i said crew and squad together and it's just crew yeah <laughs> um the ramen um my friend foxy um and um yeah i think the best thing yeah, that i could do yeah. right now then is just say i'm going to try and link everybody from the saber squad into the description and if you are looking for some very talented players to go and follow the best thing you can do is click on one of them links because mm -hmm. they are all good in their re retrospective fields when it comes to Beat Saber. Some of them are great when it comes to Disappearing Arrows Faster Song. Some are just great at full combos like Coma and Wrightbird. So you've got a lot of content there at your fingertips ready to go and check them out. If you want to check out the game itself and you've not done so yet, I will leave the links to both the Oculus version on Steam, I think it is, and I will obviously leave the link for the PSN version as well. Now, the other thing left is to say a fond farewell to all you lovely people listening to this, no matter where you may be. And my sincere thank you to you, Tony, for being on this podcast. 
Thank you so much for having me. I I mean you you treat me so good and I I I love you guys. You're you're very sweet and thank you. Thank you. Not a problem. That's what TGF is all about. Spreading love, spreading that positivity and including everyone. You know yourself we only have one rule. Don't be a dick. So don't be toxic to people. Don't belittle people or berate them. Just spread love, spread positivity, cheer people up. They might be having a really crappy day. You never know. Just make them smile. And that way you can go to sleep that at that night and think, yeah, I did a good thing today. And that is worth more than any amount of money. Having that kind of peace in your life it's something that a lot of people should do more of not for clicks not for views or monetary gain just because it's the right thing to do and that's what we're trying to do spread love spread positivity and keep on slashing those beat saber blocks it's as simple as that now until next time my friends i'm going to bid you all a fond farewell Big thank you to Tony. A big thank you to Beatty. It's been an absolute pleasure. Until next time, I'll see you in the next one. Take care.